Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bermanology on LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham, your host. We are sticking with the class of 2022 this week and doing our best to bring you some insight from around the country and Ohio State's top prospects in that class. This week, we are talking to Gross Point South, Gross Point Michigan cornerback Will Johnson, uh, the country's third ranked cornerback, depending on who you ask, and the top ranked prospect in the state of Michigan. Will, thanks for taking some time to join the show. I know that, uh, you know, you're probably a pretty busy guy with coaches and, and other players around the country reaching out, but how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Nothing too much going on right now. Just got a banquet today. Our season ended last week, so that's about it. Well, I mean, what, what did this season teach you about yourself, Will? I mean, how, how did you feel about the way that, uh, you know, your junior season went? Obviously, it was a fairly unique season back in early September you guys didn't even think you were going to play then all of a sudden you're forced you know uh to get ready to turn around and play in a in a two-week window how do you think that you and your team handled that um I think we handled it pretty well I think our guys we still worked out with each other we still got in the weight room a lot even though it was real uncertain so I think we had the opportunity to have a real good year but we lost that last game so I think we handled it pretty well uh, obviously, Will, I mean, you're a cornerback. You're playing, I assume, all over in the secondary. Is it harder as a high school cornerback, you think, to make an impact on a game than it is as like a linebacker or someone else where you maybe can be schemed away from? Yeah, it's definitely harder because I only got thrown at in man none this year, but in zone twice this year, and they're both interceptions, so – if if I if they can't throw my way, then it's kind of hard to get any action at all. Do you feel like you have a? I mean, are you playing offense? Are you doing anything on special teams? What else are you doing there uh, to help the Blue Devils? Yeah, I do. I play on offense. I play receiver. I play some wildcat quarterback, and I'm on punt return too. So I try to get in there as much as I can to help the team. Right now, Will, you're you're listed on your two four seven sports profile at six foot three, one hundred and ninety pounds. Is that accurate, or are you heavier now? Or are you a little shorter than that? Where are you at uh, with the physical development? I say probably six three one eighty. I want I want to say I'm one ninety right now. Do you feel like you know you are obviously? If we're calling it, you know, from the outside looking in, a lot of people see a 6'3 corner and think, okay, this is a guy that's going to end up growing and playing safety or, or maybe even an outside linebacker position. How how confident are you that you are absolutely going to play corner at the next level? I think I'm real confident. I think I, I can be able to play corner, like, at my height and my size. I think it benefits me a lot, so I don't think I, I should have to move positions. The... The fact is there's not a lot of guys out there that are your height playing corner. Is Are there any players specifically that you've watched growing up and, and try to, you know, take your game to emulate? I mean, is there – I know that, you know, we, we look at the basics of Richard Sherman's and that kind of the guy. I mean, is that what you see uh, in your future? Yeah, I look at guys like Jalen Ramsey too. He's kind of a bigger corner. So, I try to watch those guys and I see that they can do it at their size. So, it's just – motivation to me to see that I can do it at my size too. How is your recruitment going? I mean, obviously the class of 2022 has been impacted pretty severely by the COVID-19 restrictions and the inability to travel, the inability to go to camps. Um, how do you feel like you've handled that? And 
what have schools been doing in your mind to try to remedy that or to, to make up for it? Um, I said at the beginning, it was a lot of Zoom calls and a lot of um, like virtual tours and things like that. So now it's just more keeping in touch with everybody and building relationships over the phone and over text. Now we can talk over text too. So, I mean, I've been to Michigan once and I'm going back up there again this weekend for like one of those unofficial visits with recruits and stuff. So just trying to get up to places as much as possible. Uh, obviously, Ann Arbor is the closest university to you, um, both in proximity and in family relations. Your father played at Michigan. Uh, what type of pressure is there? Not from your dad, because I know that, you know, parents generally aren't pushing their sons to go anywhere they, they don't want to go. But how how internalized is that pressure for you to give Michigan the the best and first chance to, to be the team for you? <clears throat> Um, I wouldn't say it's pressure. I just say, well, I say it's a little pressure, obviously, but I don't think it's something I have to do. I mean, it would obviously be a cool thing to do and follow my dad's footsteps and try to do good for Michigan. But I mean, honestly, I just want to go to the best fit for me where I can be the best I can be. So. How much, and I don't want to, I'm not certainly not going to ask you to, to speak ill of any program or the struggles they're having. But I know fans a lot of times get this idea that teams, when they lose football games, that it's a it's a huge deal for recruits. And I, I know from talking to kids throughout the last decade or so, it's not as big a deal as you think. But when losses pile up and things get and it looks like a consistent problem, uh, maybe it gets viewed differently. How concerned are you, uh, not just as a Michigan recruit, but as a F Michigan fan growing up, like of what? What's happening in Ann Arbor, and how how has that impacted your recruitment? I don't think it's. I mean, they have they had a first good first game. I think they have a lot of good pieces on their team. I just think they've been struggling these last two weeks and just putting it all together. And I know their corners have been struggling a little bit, but I mean, it doesn't. The losing games doesn't really affect my recruitment. I say I just think they just got to put some pieces together and click better, and they'll be all right. So with that visit expected uh, to Ann Arbor this coming weekend, and, and obviously that sort of, I guess, remains up in the air. Are you guys going even if the game gets canceled? Obviously, Wisconsin has not been able to be uh, on the field the last couple of weeks, and who knows if they're going to be where they're supposed to be coming into Ann Arbor. Is that something that you guys, are, you know, I know yourself, Damani Jackson, who's another Ohio State cornerback target, um, is expected. Are, are you guys going no matter what? Yeah, I think we're – we're going no matter what, even if there's no game, try to do this, the same stuff we're going to do, even if there was a game. So, yeah, I, I guess think the plan, plan is to go no matter what. Ultimately, since you can't really go into the game and you can't really check out the facilities, then not much has to change if you're just checking out the, the campus. Yeah, um, exactly. Clearly, Will, the the pressure, as you talked about, to, to do well for Michigan is there. Um which makes it interesting that Ohio State is one of your top schools. Uh, and, you know, you've narrowed down your list to six. Um, Ohio State is near the, the top. What is it about the relationship you have with Ohio State that makes them uh, interesting to you, despite the fact that you have those Michigan roots? I mean, they obviously, they produce corners really well. They, they win. It's a big thing. They're always on the big stage where I can see myself playing at. And it's also, 
even though it's not Michigan, it's not far from home. So that's also a plus too. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of pluses to it. So that's, that's probably why they're so high on my list. Has that relationship been built primarily with Kerry Combs? I mean, and if so, what is the relationship or the, the conversations with him like? What is he talking about when you guys get a chance to link up? I mean, yeah, I talk to him probably every week. We just talk about what's going on in our regular day-to-day stuff. And then for me, he says he thinks, uh, like if me and Damani come there, that he thinks we should be ready to play as soon as we get there because they need corners right now. And, I mean, that's really – all we talked about was just what's going on and about us coming up there and being up there. You are one of the, the handful of guys I know that players like C.J. Hicks and Deshaun McCullough are extremely uh, invested in and in spending their time getting to know you. This weekend, as you're getting ready to go to Ann Arbor, you're going to see the importance of building those relationships within other guys in your class. But how valuable has it been for Ohio State that C.J. and Deshaun and Bennett and those guys have been – really active getting to know you and Damani? I think it's been super – that might, might be one of the biggest things that got us all together is their recruiting and getting us all in, like, group chat together and just building relationships with each other before we even meet each other. So it's already, like, we already know each other and we're already close to each other. So I think it's real big on our recruiting and all of us wanting to play, play together and knowing we can trust each other and – have a, one of the best classes if we if we stick together. When you talk to a guy like Damani, I mean, I think the natural instinct for people is to to assume that because you guys play the same position, maybe you you know don't want to stack up too many guys at the same position at the same school. But is that a relationship that you feel like, hey, you guys are are complementary players, and and would you really like to play together? Or is it sort of one of those things that if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I think we both – I mean, we obviously both corners and two corners or more corners can play on the field at the same time. So, I mean, that the whole us playing at the same time doesn't really affect us. But I, I do think we definitely want to try to play at the same school. So, no matter where where, where it is. Is there a plan, I know, for you, um, obviously going to Michigan this next weekend, but what's the plan to try to get to Ohio State for that same sort of visit? Obviously – Right now, we're thinking dead period may be extended even till March. How does that impact the way you schedule out the next portion of the recruitment? I know, uh, like CJ and Desan have been talking about getting a, like a Buckeye bash or something like that together. So, I mean, if we can do that real soon, then I'll definitely be down to do it. But I'm definitely want to get to a higher state of students possible. So I'm just whenever we can do it, I, I'm down to do it. What other schools are on that list of have to get to? Um, I mean, I say like Oklahoma, Penn State, USC, the schools that that are kind of far, but I just haven't been been able to go see. But I don't know if I'm going to wait until the dead period is over for those type of schools because there's like trips that are kind of far. So I want to be able to get the full experience. So I don't know for sure yet. Yeah, I mean, a place like USC, you, you'd certainly prefer to do that in January or something like that when, when yeah. Michigan is 45 degrees or, or colder every day. What where do you where do you stand with Ryan Day? What's the relationship between you and, and, and the Buckeyes head coach? Um, I mean, like the same as Coach Combs, we just talk probably once once a week and just catch up and see what's going on. We have a cool relationship and we just we just catch up, that's about it. 
Are you surprised at the continued success at Ohio State? I mean, obviously, again, and I, I'm not I'm not trying to cast aspersions on any other programs, but you look at Michigan, for example, in the last 15 years and the changing of head coaches and the, the inability to find success consistently. Does does what happened at Ohio State in the last couple of years surprise you at all, or were you expecting a, a dip? Um, I don't think it surprises me. I mean, they get the best – I say they get a lot of the best recruits every year, so they restack every year and they're well coached. So, I mean, it's not really surprising that they're so good, but I mean, yeah, I think they get, they always get the, the top guys, so it's not surprising to me. If you had to pinpoint for me, Will, one or two things that's the absolute most important in your recruitment from now until the day you decide, what would those things be? Um, Just a place I know that's going to develop me the best and get me to where I want to be. And I mean, just having a great relationship with the coaching staff and where I feel like home. Well, home, uh, as you guys know, and, and a lot of you guys in the class of 2022 are learning can be, you know, a totally different place than you ever imagined growing up. So, look, I, I don't want to take too much of your time, Will. I appreciate you uh, joining us on the show this week. Uh, I told you I'd keep you between 12 and 15 minutes or so. So I'm going to try to let you get out of here and get to your banquet. So. Will Johnson, uh, Ohio State top cornerback target in the class of 2022 from Gross Point South High School in Gross Point, Michigan. I'm Jeremy Birmingham for LettermanRow.com. This has been Bermanology. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. See you.